Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room bringing you the latest in sports. Uh, today we're going to talk about the obvious biggest breaking news, the Michigan-Ohio State game. The game is canceled for this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, we're going to talk about Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns with a big win this last week and, and maybe a, a prove-it game for Baker Mayfield. We're going to get into um, whatever the hell happened in Miami when the Bengals and the Dolphins got on the field together. I guess you could call it a football game um, and, and, and plenty more. So let, let's start off, man. The, the biggest news, the game is canceled. What was your initial reaction? I've already been running my mouth about it, so I want to hear um, I don't care. <laughs> like, listen, like, here, let me tell you what I mean by that. I care that Ohio State don't have the sixth game. This is that That's the biggest thing in this whole, 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 whole ordeal is the Ohio State Buckeyes don't have their sixth game to get into the Big Ten Championship and then to possibly make it into the uh, the playoffs. Um, I, and, I, and I don't know if you guys all seen my, my Facebook out there. Like, I, I get that this is the game to a lot of people, but to me personally, just me, this is just another game. This isn't the game. This is just another game. Um, I, I find no joy. I find no joy anymore in stomping stomping your team every year i would have found no joy into being 30 point favorites and stomping on the two and four john harbaugh fucking michigan wolverines i would i don't find any joy in that god damn you called him john and everything (laughs) let me jim let jim whatever (laughs) jim john whatever (laughs) let me tell you what i enjoy i enjoy beating clemson's I enjoy beating Ohio Alabama. State's never beat Clemson. Okay, either way, I enjoy. I would enjoy beating exactly why I would enjoy it. Oh, we never fair. beat them. We always beat you. I would enjoy beating Clemson's. I would enjoy beating Alabama's. I enjoy winning Big Ten championships. Uh, I enjoy making the playoffs, and I enjoy winning national championships. I don't enjoy beating up on a bum ass team. Then why do you always shit on me so hard every year? Because it's well, it's, it's you. <laughs> if you don't it's care, you, it's you. Now let me tell you, Ohio what, State fans should all care. Now, about now let that me tell game. you. Let me tell you what I. Let me tell you what I'll miss the most. I'm going to miss not going to a hole in the wall bar and having and, and getting day drunk with hey, great Ziggy's people. Hey, Ziggy's is a great bar. But I'm going to miss getting day drunk with with great people. That to me is the tradition. Okay, and I know why we gather. We gather for the game but this isn't the game to me man we this is this is just it's a beat down every year well, did Ohio State feel, fans feel that way when John Cooper was the coach of Michigan what, what, like what year what year before? was John Cooper the coach it was it was well it was right before um, Trestle came in I mean there was a 10 year stretch but, but I mean, where what, Ohio State so, couldn't beat Michigan so what I'm asking you is before Tre- when when Cooper was the coach what year what year did Cooper leave I don't what Trestle came in what 2001 so, I, I mean, you're talking to me as a 10, 11, 12-year-old kid. 
No, I understand that. No, I'm just you know, saying. But, so this is, I mean, this is me. I mean, we're not football fans the way we are now. It's and and you have your own reasons for it being the game. And I'm sure to Michigan fans, a lot more Michigan. It is the game because you guys can't beat us. You always want to beat the team you can't beat. You always want to do it. And I I get what you're saying, but for me in my adult life, for me being a Buckeye fan, this Ohio State playing Michigan don't mean shit to me because. From what I can remember, from me being here 32 years, you guys can't beat us. You uh, never can beat us. 2011. Check the fucking books. I mean, okay, well, so you beat us one every 20 years. Yeah, I got a picture of it. So, so you, so it just doesn't mean much to me. Like I said, I'm past that. I'm beyond giving a shit about Ohio State playing Michigan just for the fact that you guys can't beat us. It's just another game. Beating you guys, like. Beating you guys this Saturday wouldn't have done shit. I'd rather, I would rather, if we can make it happen, I'd rather go play Indiana, who gave us a chance, who gave us a challenge. Well, you guys, are I'd rather go play now. Texas A&M. Uh, I uh, know what's happening. Coastal Carolina. I know what's or, happening. Or whoever. I know who you're going to play. But beating you guys, who just beating you guys, who just lost to fucking zero and four Penn State, doesn't do anything to 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 make me aroused <laughs> well that I, I just i just fundamentally disagree with that because that, of that's the okay game is. that's okay and i think most ohio state fans they, they have already today asserted themselves as just the worst college football fans in the world just kind of, kind of like how you feel about Bengals fans i feel about ohio state fans. those those fans that are but, get, listen the, real quick and i'm gonna let you talk those fans that do nothing but sit there and talk to you on your facebook today you know those are all Bengals fans right I'd have to look through. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm just saying. Those are all Bengals fans. Now you know how I feel. Well, I know Charlie, our, our good old Big Rig. He said, "Come on!" about four thousand times. I said, "If you say come on a couple more times, maybe that'll make it true." I don't know their their pro affiliation. There's probably mostly Bengals fans. Mostly, uh, most Ohio State fans are also Bengals fans. I just find it very like it's just like oh, old Michigan was just so scared, but. But Ohio State canceled a game against Illinois. Gene Smith made the decision to cancel. So, so can I say Ohio State was scared of Lovey Smith in Illinois? No. Like, I, I, I guess I, I can see how it looks, but nobody will actually know that they faked 15 COVID cases and all the uh, the close contacts that had to be quarantined from it by the Big Ten's rules. And that's what I was saying earlier. Blame the Big Ten yeah, more than anybody. A, this is the Big Ten's fault. Because – it's just everyone's like, well, it was two weeks. You know, Ohio State played a game without you know starters. Why can't Michigan? Well, yeah, but but we don't know the the details of of how many close contacts there were. If there's 15 guys and they're among five position groups, let's say, and they had practice, there's how many guys in a position group? Close contact, all that shit. We don't know. But Ohio State coach had a game last week without Ryan Day. So can I just say like Ryan Day's a bitch? He was too scared to coach the game. Like no, like. The, the blame is not on Michigan here. It's just, the, but it's just the easy, like, I'm going to make a Facebook post and shit on Michigan, like, thing to do. But at the end of the day, LSU and Alabama's a rivalry game. Nobody said whoever, because that game got postponed. Nobody said that whichever team had the outbreak, I don't even remember. I think it was LSU, was scared. They were just like, oh, well, it's COVID. Okay. And then it got rescheduled and they played it. But now, since the Big Ten has put, Michigan, Ohio State, and any other team in the Big Ten in this position to where that game was supposed to be Saturday, a week away from the conference championship. That's the Big Ten's fault. It's not Michigan's fault. I just have a very hard time believing that a major college football program, as bad of a season as they're having, would fake a COVID outbreak to not play a football game. And they say, well, they knew that it would keep Ohio State out. Well, they wouldn't because there's a path for Ohio State to get in still. A, the Big Ten has talked about changing the rule. I would say they were inclined to do it. 
they stand to have more money made and more popularity made and a better case made for their conference if Ohio State can win the conference championship and get into the college football playoff. Do you think that the Big Ten would rather fucking Indiana or Northwestern win the Big Ten title? No. Like, no. They, they want that. But there is a rule. Like a team like Purdue, their game was canceled because their opponent had COVID. In the Big Ten's rule, and I'm sure Michigan was aware of this, I'm sure they weren't oblivious to this, and this is going to be the the hole in their big giant conspiracy to keep the Buckeyes out with the biological warfare and all this other dumb shit these people are trying to say. If there is another team that can't play because their opponent had a COVID outbreak, so now Ohio State wasn't the problem, it was Michigan. Purdue was supposed to play, I can't remember. They had a COVID outbreak, so Purdue's not the reason. Ohio State could play Purdue Saturday. Yeah, I mean, get their sixth game, go to the Big Ten Championship, and be fine. Or they could pull a BYU. They could call Coastal Carolina. If they'll, well, if if they'll let them go outside of the Big Ten. Well, that's on the conference too. Right. Yes, because yeah, yeah. BYU. Has yeah, a I mean, and I agree with everything you said. This there, this isn't a Michigan's fault. Now, would it surprise me if fucking Jim Harbaugh didn't want to play this game? Fuck no. Well, I don't think Fuck it matters because no. he's got a three year contract extension sitting on the table right now, waiting for him to sign it. That it just hasn't come out like. You know it, that it came for out, sure? Yeah, it came out before oh, before the game was canceled. So, yeah, I mean... It, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a it, minute. It, I mean, it would make sense for him to say, okay, well, let's try and fuck Ohio State because, I, I mean, he can't beat them. To me, it would make sense. But he can't make that call. But, yeah, to me, he, he, he don't have the power to make that call. At all. Um, it, it, none of this even matters. This brings me back to my point. This not, if, if, if it's even Purdue, if Ohio State can play Purdue, the biggest problem here is Ohio State needs to get their sixth game. That's it. That is the only problem here. That is the elephant in the room. It's not Ohio State, Michigan. You probably know what the fuck was going to happen. You, when I walked in this house, where we're at, you said you're you didn't even want to watch the game. The Ohio State is thirty point favorites, and they were. Wait, what did I say? I didn't want to watch the game. Well, you just said it, it was going to be a shit show, and you you didn't care to watch the game. Well, I mean, I knew we were going to lose, but I always want it to be played. It's like I said last week, I'd rather get my ass whooped than turn and run away. But I just don't think that Michigan actually turned and ran away. No, I, I don't. I just I, don't think it's possible. I don't care. They, they, they stood to make money off like of that, this. Like that, like that to me, like I'm not one of those fans you're talking about. I don't because there's I, so I, many of them. I, I just I don't care. I, as long as we get the game in, it doesn't matter who we play. As long as Ohio State, even if you want to go as far as as long, I don't care about winning a, another fucking Big Ten championship. We all know who the best Big Ten team is. It's Ohio State. It's clearly, Indiana. Let, let's fucking let's fucking get to the playoffs. I want to make the playoffs and a cha- and a chance at a national championship. I don't give a fuck to play Michigan. I don't give a fuck to go play. Who would it even be? Northwestern in the Big Ten championship. I mean, who, I mean, I don't give a shit to play that game. I don't care to be called Big Ten champions once again. That's like that happens every year. <laughs> like, let's fucking go. Let's go play the Alabamas, the uh, Clemsons, and the Notre Dames, and let's see who the best fucking team in the in the in the in the nation is. That's what I care about. You know who Ohio State's going to play Saturday, right? They will play Saturday. I think I think they play Saturday too. Tulsa had to cancel the game with UC. Because see, Tulsa has COVID issues. I would love They're to see. They're in the same state. I would love to see number that. Number four, number seven. I would love to see that. And, I think it's, and not I think only it's very that, doable. And not only that, that might be a way for UC to be like, okay, now if we win this, now we can get in the playoffs. Because I don't see them getting in. I don't see UC getting in uh, mm, to the college probably playoffs. Probably not, I, as it stands right I, now. I, I think that the committee is going to put in a five-win Ohio State team over UC. But see, I, 
a five win team yeah, if they don't get another I do. game? I do. With their only I, really good win being close, and I, that's not to take away from Indiana. But I they, think I mean, UC's got set, or I think they'll right now they have ten I, wins. I don't think double I, the wins of Ohio State. I don't think it matters. I mean, I think it might. I don't. I don't. But I. I think. I think UC and and fucking Luke Fickle might know. Hey, this this could be our chance to get in because obviously Florida's going to lose to Bama. Um, yeah. Texas A and M don't have a game. Uh, but so would Texas A and M play Bama? How how's that how's that how how's that work with A and M in Florida? And do you have any idea? I think the the SEC championships already said it's it's Bama Florida. Okay, so A and M at five. Yeah, I don't. So that's that's what I mean. If that is weird. Yeah. So if Ohio State wants to go play, either, I, I said Texas A and M. Go play a SEC team. Go play Texas A and M. Fuck, like you said, I, I'm I'm totally down for Ohio State UC, but I'm okay with Ohio. I'm okay with Ohio State uh, UC. I'm okay with Ohio State Purdue, Ohio State Texas A&M, Ohio State Indiana again, as long as it gives them a sixth game. I want them to get in so they can get beat and I can talk shit, just like everybody does to me every time the Bengals lose. But well, I, fuck, I, you've gotten a lot of shit talked to you this year, then. No shit. <laughs> have you logged on to my Facebook? Dude, I, I'm thinking about retiring from talking sports on the internet, and you're going to have to listen to this shit to get my takes because people are fucking ridiculous, dude. The, it's like, well, Michigan's scared, and I know it because I own 18 red-hooded sweatshirts, and I said so. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you don't – everybody's like, no, I know why because they were scared. I know why. I know why. Like, what the fuck do you know, man? You work a regular-ass job just like I well, do. I mean – You don't know shit more than I know. I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you see it now because I just got told last night that Carson Wentz is better than Baker Mayfield. Well, that's yeah. by one of you by one of your uh, Bengals friends. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean that's a bad take. That's, I mean, this is I mean this is take. the shit. This is the shit we deal with, man. <laughs> I mean, it's dude. It's it's just I don't know, man. It's just ridiculous to think that Michigan, as bad of a season as they're having, would would intentionally miss out on on. The biggest game. It, I mean, it might not mean much to you because they they've won all you know all the last however many years. That's fine, but it, I mean, it matters to the players at Ohio It'll, State. There's a countdown is. clock. I in know, I know, I, and I get that. But I've never been to Ohio State. You know, obviously, I didn't go to school there. I get when like when we had your dad on why the game means so much and me you know being part of Woody. It's dude when he he's, called he's me nothing today. but immune to it. Like when he called me today, dude. I don't know if I've ever heard him that sad. Yeah, like, I could hear it in his voice. But like, it just it'll mean a lot more if Michigan can get back to being old, the Michigan of old. Like when it's Ohio State three, Michigan four. Or you know what I'm saying, or, or you know what I'm saying, or well that happened Ohio and then we State got two, or, or Michigan two, Ohio State five. It don't matter. Like it it it'll mean more when it matters, and it hasn't mattered for a long time for for many many of years. It, 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 the game hasn't mattered one way or the other. All, it just mattered a few years ago. They were two and three. All the all the game really matters right now is if Michigan can beat Ohio State and knock them out of the playoffs. That's all it's been for fucking ten years. It just mattered not too long ago, man. We were three, two and three and went into triple overtime, and JT was fucking short. Jeez. Oh, but to this to this Jim Harbaugh contract extension, this is on the table. People don't know it, but I I, I how do you I, know this? Because I, I follow the right people on Michigan. That, that follow you have some kind of insider I don't, I don't have any insider I, have, I haven't personally spoken to these people but i just know who to follow about You're what like sir yacht right now <laughs> there is i'm gonna call my shot there is a contract extension on the table for jim harbaugh for three years 
The reason that they're doing it is because obviously they want to keep him if they, if if he chooses to. So the way the way the deal sits now, he's got a pretty significant pay cut, which. I mean, he shouldn't be getting another contract. I don't want anybody to take this as me agreeing with uh, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are, we, are you about to back this idea right now? No, no. Okay, I'm continue not. I'm just telling you what it is. Okay. I, I, I do not support this whatsoever. I'm just telling you what it is. So there's a three-year deal on the table. It's uh, a, a pretty sizable pay cut from the, the $7.5 million he makes now. Um, it's based on hiring certain top-level staff members. I guess there's probably a list of guys that, that Michigan deems worthy to come in and, and retool the assistant coaches. And the way that it sits right now is Harbaugh has the opportunity to sign it, negotiate further, or leave it, and go back to one of these five NFL teams that are apparently have interest in him for a head coaching job next year. That is the contract situation, and the reason they're doing it is for recruiting. They want – there's a there's a year left on Harbaugh's deal, but apparently the school's okay with keeping him, which is a terrible fucking idea. But the school is okay with keeping him, so they want to lock him up now for recruiting purposes because it it is easy to recruit a guy if you got four years left on your contract rather than one. Um, that's just a a fact of college football. If if they think the coaches recruiting him is going to be gone in a year, it's going to hurt them. So they're doing it that way. It's it's a complete fucking joke that he's got the option to keep this job or not it's despicable not only with the ohio state record but just with the 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 record this year in total and the fact that michigan is now going to have a winless season at home for the first time ever i don't care if it's a covid season or not beat fucking michigan state right after you beat fucking minnesota who was supposed to be good so that's that's where it stands at michigan and ohio state fans will be happy as hell to hear well, that because uh, well, they'd love him to stick well, around. Well, yeah, but uh, let me ask you this. Your girlfriend drinks wine, right? Yeah, from time to time. Does, yeah. she, does she still have that bottle upstairs? Whoa. The, the the bottle of wine that she had, that we, we had the other, what is it? Oh, year. yeah, yeah. The one she you still have that wine upstairs? No, no, it's gone. I was going to say, because we should pop, probably pop a bottle and <laughs> celebrate the fact that Jen, Jim Harbaugh is going to sign an extension at at Michigan, you know this you can't a, pop champagne if you don't care. I mean, I, I I don't care. I'm just saying. I mean, you guys are going to be what are you guys two and four right now? It means you're going to be worthless another another two years. You guys ain't going to get no fucking recruits. Nobody well, wants that, to go the, there. That's the problem, though. Michigan still gets damn good recruiting classes. So where's the issue? I think it's the fucking coaching staff. I mean, if you look at Michigan's class rankings, they're up there. They're not blowing people out of the water like Ohio State has had classes that do it. I think. I think next year's Ohio State class has the chance to be like the highest rated recruiting class ever or some shit. They're not on that level, don't get me wrong, but they get damn good recruits. So where's the fucking problem? It's the coaching staff. Like signing Harbaugh to an extension is is for three more years is gonna it could possibly kill Michigan. I mean if Harbaugh leaves it will be on his own. I mean it'll be I mean this is I mean this I mean this is bad. I mean you're never gonna be on the level of the Ohio State Clemson and Alabama with Harbaugh there, I mean, people. I mean, kids all over the world. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you you can only go to Michigan, obviously you're gonna you're gonna take a scholarship to Michigan. Hey, if your son gets a, a scholarship to Michigan and nowhere else, you're gonna be saying go blue here in about three years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, unless he gets a fucking scholarship to fucking UC, and I'll say, hey, go there instead of there. Um, <laughs> might be better shit. That's just it's just bad. It's just 
and I and I hate that I've gotten to the point where I feel this way, but it and it's just crazy for me. Like I'm gonna miss, like I said, I'm gonna miss gathering and 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 getting day drunk with that with all you guys and and all that. But I'm not gonna miss the game. It's we're not missing anything. <laughs> I am just because it's probably like the biggest day of the year for my dad and I. It's like yeah. bigger than Christmas to us. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm just. So, well, I mean, uh, you were going to see Ohio State. I, I mean, you're probably going to see somewhere around fifty something to fucking. I called in. I, I talked. I talked to Caveman Media. I called into their podcast last night because they wanted a Michigan fans take. So I gave them a call. I predicted fifty-two seventeen Ohio State when I thought the game was still happening. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was actually confident that the game was going to be played. Yeah. They, they got limited workouts in yesterday. Um, they were on track for the same kind of schedule that Ohio State was on last week when they played Michigan State. But the tests that came back, I guess, today that were administered yesterday, there were more positives is, is what they're saying. So it, it wasn't able to happen. But, yeah, I predicted like a 52-17 type game. Like I, I knew what it was going to be. I just still wanted it to happen. It's like it's like I said, you know, like it's just kind of like a pride thing. I'd rather you rather you beat the shit out of me than me like turn around and run away from you. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. and I I don't really think that they turned and ran. I've posted some shit joking about it a couple weeks ago. I don't. I just don't. I I just the school's gonna lose money. The conference is gonna lose money. Nobody looks good here. I just don't think that they would take that and and use it as their reasoning to to try to keep Ohio State out because. If the, I mean that rule is in place, it's in the language that they put together to start the season, from the the Big Ten commissioners and and all of that. So Michigan knew that. It's not like oh shit, our plan didn't work because they're allowed to play somebody else. Like no, I just think that it happened at a bad time, and now Ohio State fans are just gonna be like, you know, like oh go Bucks, you guys are such pussies. But like at the end of the day, that's just not the case. So that's where we're at on Ohio State, UC. It's going to happen Saturday. They're in the same state. The Big Ten's going to allow it because they want their pony, their their poster child, in the in the conference championship and the in the college football playoff. You heard it here first. Well, I heard it from Sean Fraley. He commented on my Facebook post and said it. But I'm going to fucking run with it like it was my idea. Ohio State, Cincinnati, ABC, eight o'clock Saturday night. If I'm right, somebody owes me twenty. I don't. I don't. I don't think it happens. It's, yeah, Tuesday. 445. I do think Ohio State finds an opponent. I don't think it's UC. I don't think it's A&M. I think we're looking at maybe a Purdue, maybe an Indiana. It's definitely not A&M. The Big Ten will let them play Purdue. They're in the same conference. But I think the Big Ten is going to find a way to let them play UC because, A, it's a quality win for them. Yeah, I, B, I, that, to me, that is the best. That's the best matchup. Yeah, they, you know they they still like Luke Fickle. I think that'd be great. That'd be an entertaining ass game to watch. And that I, might be a better I, game to watch than Michigan Ohio State would have been anyway. <laughs> it will one thousand percent be a better game to watch than Ohio State Michigan. I think that uh, I think that is the best idea. I hope it happens. I don't think it happens, but we'll see. So Ohio State trying to find an opponent for Saturday, or hopefully the Big Ten botches their dumbass idea of you have to have six six games to get into the Big Ten championship. So we'll see there. Um let's uh let's let's take this to to the NFL man. Let's talk about your Bengals for a minute. Um they lose nineteen to seven to uh Tua and the Dolphins um in a big brawl fucking <laughs> yeah. fucking popped off man. We were at my house uh having some wings and watching some watching some football and uh Hey by the way the the homemade wing batter you made and everything every, everything from good? the wing to scratch I give you credit on that. I appreciate that, but uh, so man, what we were we were really you weren't locked into this game. Obviously, you're you're ready for, you know, you're where I usually am. 
Um, so you're oh, looking at you're, you're, you're looking at you're looking at mock drafts now. You know, you're looking at available free agents coming out. I'm just hoping for you know, losses. I, yeah, right. You're wanting to lose. I was actually rooting for the Bengals. You weren't um, because you want the uh, the tackle out of Oregon. Um, and you didn't really care to watch uh, Brandon Allen, but we look up and uh, you're like, "What the fuck?" There's a big brawl and everybody's out in the middle of the field. Well, not everybody. <laughs> Dude, I saw another pick. AJ Green was like 60 yards away. <laughs> That's crazy. So, t- t- uh, tell them about the the picture you're talking about that I because I showed you and then you fucking ran Fuck. with it. You know because you're the Bengals fan. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you sent me this and like I didn't notice it watching the game. I didn't either. But this fight's breaking out. We got the whole team on the field just going at it with Dolphins players like a Bengals coach got punched yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and all kinds of shit. But if you look at this picture, and, and most of the people that listen to this probably saw me post it already, the entire offensive line is sitting on the sitting on the bench. <laughs> just sitting there. Like, like one guy's got his mask on. You can see like Bobby Hart turning and talking to the other guy. Like, I want to know what the fuck Bobby Hart was saying after that play where he just like didn't move his hands on a block. That was terrible. But, so you see that and then like down the field on the sideline, there's A.J. Green like 50 yards away just like kind of watching. And, I mean, just the whole team's fighting. The whole team's just really, really getting into it. And, and the offensive line's just not protecting anybody. Uh, yeah, the meme, the meme was the best because it's like, well, look, there's a there's a brawl and here's the the Bengals' offensive lineman not protecting anybody, doing doing as they, as they normally do. So that was funny. So let's talk about the hit, though. Uh, Mike Thomas – uh, I for, I don't know how to say the dude's first name, but his last name's Grant. A little speedster, number nineteen for for the Miami. Yeah, Dolphins. I saw him running in the game. I was like, dude, that guy's fast as yeah, shit. Who yeah. is that? That's why I got him on Madden, bro. Did you see? He's like ninety five speed on there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he he hits him, but he hits his shoulder into his into his stomach. I didn't think it was a bad hit. Well, there was two hits okay, from okay. Mike Thomas yeah, so, on the same. So, guy. so tell me tell me what's going on here because I've only seen the the one. Well, the first hit was I think five minutes or so left in the in the third quarter. And as soon as the ball hits Grant, like, in the chest area where you would catch a punt, Thomas fucking lit him up. Mm-hmm. It was a hard hit. He didn't hit him with his helmet. He didn't hit Grant in the helmet. He put it right on his body and blew his shit up mm-hmm. and got flagged for it. Not a flag. There shouldn't have been a flag on that play at all. Grant should have called a fair catch. Right. If anything, the, it, the burden of calling a fair catch is on him. The – the burden of making sure that you don't get knocked out or beat up is on you as the returner. He didn't do it. So whatever. I thought it was a bullshit flag, but okay, you move on. Well, then 11.54 in the third. I only remember that because there was 11 minutes and 54 seconds left in this game in the fourth quarter for like 25 minutes while they tried to figure all this shit out. Williams blows his ass up again. Another hit that's not dirty. But it did deserve a flag because he just got there like half a second early. Mm-hmm. He hit him before he got the ball. And if you watch it in real time, it was not not far off at all because that's the one you watched, and you're like, okay, what's wrong with it? Right, right. I'm like, well, he was early. You're like, okay, so he's flagged for a kick-catch interference, and that's it. But then, dude, like Brian Flores is ready to fight. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm watching now, and he's he's out in the middle of the field. I don't know who he's going at, but – Hopefully Zach Taylor. It, I'll tell you what, man. A Brian Flores-Zach Taylor fight is going to be very, very fast. <laughs> yeah. But that hit, I, I watched it over and over and over. They were showing it on ESPN again yesterday, too, and I'm just like, he should have only been flagged once for hitting him early, but it wasn't a dirty hit. If you don't call a fair catch, 
And you're just sitting there, you're a lame duck, and they're like, well, he's defenseless. Yeah, he is defenseless, but it wasn't a dirty hit on a defenseless receiver. He He didn't hit him in the head. He hit him in the chest and and stomach. And he didn't hit him in his kneecaps, his legs. Like, dude, it was right in his stomach. Yeah, so call a fair catch, and you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then the second one's like, yeah, he got there early, which happens a lot. It's not dirty. He just got hit hard, and they were pissed about it. And then I'm like, you know, Brian Flores, I used to like him, but he's a fucking idiot. But then I realized I'd rather have my coach on the field ready to fight for my team than my whole offensive line sitting back drinking Gatorade while the fight's breaking out. Absolutely. So that that was – I don't know, man. It was something that just really baffled me to see that. Um, My, you know, Miami's defense is nice. You know that their offense just isn't. They're they're never they're never. I don't think like two is not good. He had good numbers, but like, two is not like good. The, they still play. I think they still play the Bills, the Patriots, the Raiders. Like they're gonna go against some offensive teams, and there's no way two is gonna be able to keep up. The the, the offense just isn't. Their offense just isn't not good with Tua. Right They're off no. Yeah, <laughs> it's better with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it, it is. And that, I've been and saying, man, I've been saying Tua wasn't going to be the. You've been guy. saying I don't th- see. I I said I didn't think he was going to be great, but I thought he was going to be good. Um, I don't think we've seen enough yet. Um, obviously he's only a couple games. No, in. it's just going how right. I expected um, it to go. You know, but obviously I will admit that the team is a lot better in my opinion with Fitzpatrick. I mean, the receipt. I mean, the receivers are. Getting the ball and all. I mean, Tua is Tua just doesn't have a great arm right now, man. I, I, I'm starting to to lean with you a little bit, honestly. Um, I don't I don't know how good he's gonna be. I mean, you see some of these quarterbacks come right in, you know, like your Herberts and Burrows, and just start lighting the joint up, and he's just not doing that. And he has, you know, some good weapons there. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a lot of good weapons. And and on the fight, I have permission here from from Pac-Man Jones. The, the the former Bengals corner he posts he posts his thoughts about the Bengals all the time on the ga- after the game he did it today I actually sent him a message I said can I share this on my podcast and he said yeah just tag me so I want to play to you what he said about the game and I do want to point out that the language that used in here is is his and his only not ours but I'm going to give you a former Bengals player Pac-Man Jones thoughts on how this game went and we can talk about that afterwards because I think it's pretty damn funny. y'all last week too because the shit was so bad the week before i ain't even it wasn't even no use for me being saying that but this week we got some shit in the game all right let's start off with the fight you niggas off the bench and then nobody get to fight but shun seems like you guys have nothing to play for you might as well fight that's what i would have did but it showed you like who the dogs are there out of all y'all over there only person got down get kicked out the game shun Sean the dog, he ain't like the rest of y'all, and it's sad what he's going through. Special team, you get an F minus again this week. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, come on, man. And I still think we need to let goddamn what's name get his ass back there and get a couple snaps. Cause he's still doing the same shit, five step drop back. Hey dumbass, don't you know how to scream? You know how to do some so he's just going on and on, man. He just doesn't <laughs> want to hear. I just don't understand it. We don't got no pressure. We playing catch, tackle. Geno still in a zero technique. Still think we should fire all the coaches. He wants them all gone. So he just wants all the coaches out. Everybody taking taken out. And then the special team, they get we hitting people early before the ball get there. I disagree Who with that. Darren, you teaching this? I know you ain't teaching this, Darren. Pinky gonna be turning over in his grave. 
and you doing this. Come on, man. This is getting ridiculous, man. At some at some point, you know, if you keep doing the same thing, you know what they call that, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who get rid of get out of this motherfucker is balling. Drake, balling. Drake or Patrick? Carlos, balling. Dunlap? Guess what? Even Donald Talk got picked back up. Balling. Go to shit. Vontaze, when he wasn't it, balling. So it ain't the motherfucking players. Y'all keep trying to get rid of Get rid of the goddamn coach. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Crazy as hell, man. What the hell is wrong with y'all? What's up, what gonna do? Give him another first round pick. I mean, a top ten pick. Get him hurt too. <laughs> what are you gonna do? We gonna get a receiver? You gonna throw him a slant? <laughs> and the bad part about the shit, they spared y'all, boy. If one of y'all would have hit me like that on a punt return, oh, that had out of definitely kicked out the game. <laughs> we believe him. <laughs> yeah, we believe that. Man, y'all, boy, I, don't I just don't get it. I get it. If y'all could just tell me what is the potential goal of what the coaches is doing this year. Are you trying to teach your, your guys to scheme or you got a new scheme or you was trying to see that this work or what, or you, you trying to end Gino career, maybe AJ career. You already ended the quarterback. I'm just trying to figure out what is the method of what are we, we doing right now? It seems to me like we will be packing it up and get ready for next year. I'm not trying to get nobody hurt. Just let me know, man. I'm confused as a motherfucker over here as a Bengals fan. I'm confused. I just thought about it. Darren don't give a fuck of why they play anyway. He Darren gonna be here. So all you coaches that don't think that the special team coach gonna be here, y'all are fools. They're gonna fire the rest of you nigga ass. The rest of y'all pew I'm trying to tell you, you know. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the whole thing, the pew. Yeah. I, as a Bengals fan, that's that's all I have to look forward to is them shit in the bed and what kind of crazy shit Pac-Man's going to say on it. I'm going to get him on this show eventually, but I, he was messaging me back today. He said, go ahead and use it. Just tag me. I just That's a former player, so he's telling you what's going well, on. And, and in my opinion, he's got a point. Yeah. In my opinion, he's, he's fucking – those are all valid points. I, I mean, think he's, so too. He's talking about he had been thrown out of the game. Like, what the hell else you got to play for? You know, nobody's really sticking up for themselves. And, uh, you know, he's right when he says, you know, what are they going to do now? Just let fucking Gino and, and AJ sit there and rot in Cincinnati because Dunlap left and Drake Kirkpatrick left. All and now, the, now they're all playing good. Very well. You know, and, and and I've been saying it for two years. What the fuck? You you, you, you signed the wrong guy. You, you signed the wrong guy. This is like when uh, um, the Cardinals signed, was, who was it, Ray Horton? And then, you know, like when the Browns made the, the, the Freddie Kitchens. All right, eat the money. You got to eat the money, Mike, but you, you got to go find a fucking coach. And what you have right now, this isn't it. There is so many, and I don't want to jump into this real quick, but there is so many good coaches out here. Did you just watch Bron- what Brian, Brian Dayball's done with fucking Josh Allen down in Buffalo? I've seen a he lot is, of it. I mean, I, Josh Allen. If I'm starting a, if I'm starting a franchise right now, age and all. So I'm not talking about the Brady's and the Breeze. If I, if I'm starting a franchise right now, I'm going with the quarterback. I'm going obviously Pat Mahomes one, Russell Wilson two, but uh, Josh Allen three. Josh Allen is is fucking balling. And not only that, you got Eric Bieniemy out there who's ready to coach. He's ready to go. The you, you gotta you gotta go get one of these. Brian Dayballs, you, I mean, you got to fucking take him a blank check or Eric Bieniemy, and you got to you got to pair this up. 
Uh, you got to pair them up with with Joe Burrow. If you want Joe Burrow to be successful, you have got to leave Zach Taylor after this year. He's got to go. Well, and that that's what I'm wondering. So Baker's rookie year played damn good, and then he was very involved in the head coaching decision. Like he wanted to keep Freddie Kitchens too. Oh yeah, I mean who didn't? So, I, mean, I, I mean fans, players. But my my question, just using that as an as an example. I wonder how much Burrow's going to have to do with does Taylor stay, does Taylor go, and then if he does go, I wonder how much say the Bengals are going to give Burrow in selecting his new I'm head I'm not coach. sure Burrow's going to have much of a say. This is the fucking Mike Brown show, it feels like. Uh, well, yeah. That's, well, it, I mean, it is the show. It's his team. but Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the stuff has been done by his daughter and, and her husband, but nothing gets done without his signature. So he is still the ultimate decision maker. He's like fucking eighty six years old. Like I, I, I don't, whatever. But I just wonder. And I, I told you this. We were in a group chat last night, and I said, "Yeah, I could give you my top five guys that I think should replace Zach Taylor next year. I could hand you that list, and then I could bet you a hundred dollars that they're not coaching the Bengals next it's year. It's going to be Zach Taylor next year. I, well, I think so. Which is just as bad, if not terrible, worse, man. than Michigan keeping Harbaugh. But even if they were to fire him, I don't think it's going to be a Brian Dable. I don't think it's going to be a Josh McDaniels. I don't think it's going to be an Eric Bieniemy. I, I just don't think that they're going to pay the money or give up the control that it's going to take to get a guy like that. I mean, look, all they have to do is look up north. Look what Kevin Stefanski has done with the same fucking team Freddie Kitchens had. The same fucking team. And I don't care about strength of schedule. And I don't care because we just beat all, beat a fucking damn good team. Fuck, we smacked them in the first half. We'll get there in a minute. But look what the coach quarterback when they're when they're when they're on when they're grooving together and they're on the same page. Look what it does. That's that's all it takes. And you got you have to a hundred percent. You have to go get somebody for Joe Burrow, not named Zach Taylor. What scares me is I think Zach or I think Joe Burrow really likes Zach Taylor. Like I, th- yeah, everybody everybody's gonna when you get your way. It, it is, but – and uh, I actually wanted to shout out our, our buddy Alan Larrick who said, you know, the Bengals need to go get an older coach that don't take no bullshit, that's been around the game, and, and will put his foot foot up a player's ass. Yeah, they absolutely do, but to get guys like that, the organization has to give up a certain level of control, and I just don't think that they will. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. A lot of the times when I talk about what the Bengals are going to do and it's not like what everybody else thinks they're going to do, it's not because I think that I'm going to agree with what the Bengals are doing. I'm just telling you of 29 years of my life watching how the Bengals are run – that's just what it is. I don't like it any more than the next guy. The only way that the – unless there is some crazy dramatic change, and I will say maybe it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mike Brown spent $150 million last year in the offseason. I'll give him that. Okay, you give Taylor a pass his first year, whatever. You spend some money. Okay, everybody's like, holy shit, the Bengals spent $150 million this right, offseason. What right. the hell? So maybe there is a change, but history makes me believe that the only way the Bengals get a great coach – a truly great head coach, the way that they operate is going to be some young guy like Zach Taylor was that they just – you hit a diamond in the rough. You know, you hire the guy, and it turns out that he's just a fucking genius coaching, kind of a, a lot like McVay in, in, in L.A., and McVay is the one that got Taylor the job. I just think that's the only way the Bengals really get one of those coaches that are top quality is because it's a young, unproven guy that just turns out to be that damn good. Mm-hmm. Unless they change the way that they operate, which I hope that they do, 
I just don't. That that's just that's just the that's what the the reality you have to live in as a Bengals fan is. Well, we're not going to go get you know uh, a guy that's proven, that's won, that that can that can be stern and all that. No, because it's going to be this young guy, and, and Taylor's trying to like you know he's going to build the culture and it's going to be the communication. And all we've seen is a fucking losing shitty culture and bad communication. The only way that the Bengals are going to get a great coach the way that we have seen them operate historically is to find some young cheap guy like Zach Taylor. And he just accidentally turns out to be the next Sean McVay. I'm putting my, I'm putting my, my, my stamp on it right now. The Bengals will never win with Zach Taylor. No, no, I, I completely agree with they that. Won't. And I told you guys last night, I think he's the coach next year. I completely disagree with it. And it just, that, but, that sucks for, you know, fans like you that are, you know, real big into this shit. It's, and that sucks for a player like Joe Burrow too. And, you know, and we've talked about this before. Like, it makes you want to be a player like a Trevor Lawrence who just watched the fucking Jets lose on purpose to get him. Um, purposely lose a purposely, Greg Williams, dude. purposely lose a ball game. I mean, it's uh, and just and it just be because the coaching is just that bad. I mean, it. I mean, four I, seconds I think left. If I'm They're Trevor, going deep. I think if I'm Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I'm I'm doing it. I'm pulling the Eli Manning. I'm not going there. I'm not. I can't. Well, people are saying that Lawrence should return to Clemson. That is not the case. At I all. think I would return to Clemson if I fucking no. If fucking New York gets the first pick, no, take a year off and just work out. You think it's going to hurt his draft stock? I don't know, man. I just I, I, I wouldn't be, go play I, free again and risk blowing my knee out. Yeah, that's true too. But I I would be scared to go to the Jets. I'd stay at home and work out for a year. Yeah, post I some mean, videos on Instagram and me throwing yeah, not footballs. Enter the draft, yeah. How yeah. Do it? Yeah. I mean, and just wait for you know, just wait the, for next. I guess year. the problem there comes. All right, and then. Will he be the first round pick in the in the next draft? Or, you know, and how much money will he lose? Because we're talking millions. I don't think he could hurt his draft stock one bit. Yeah, you might. I mean, you might be right because I think he's the draft the best draft prospect since Andrew Luck. So now there's a rumor that uh, that Bill Cowher may be interested in the Jets job. See, well, that's different. But that's that. But you don't go there, not not with Gaze. What the fuck's going on there? But uh, but I was talking. I can't remember even who brought it up to him. I was talking to him last night, and we can touch on that for a second. I dude, I think Cowher might have been out of it too long. And it's hard to doubt his resume. It's hard to doubt, you know, what Bill, he's Bill done. Cowers, I think Bill Cowers is a good coach, man. I think he's a great coach, but it's just like, does that? He has a nice gig, though. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like he gets brought up every few years, and he never does. Yeah, but if uh, you guys, was, if the Bengals get a Bill Cower, you fucking go get Bill Cower. Oh, he would never do that. Just no. after all those years in Pittsburgh. But, no, but but yes, yeah, I mean, I, I would take it. Sign me up. But yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. It's just very frustrating. But unless the Bengals find the next Sean McVay on accident, they're, they're probably just not ever going to have that good of a coach i th- i don't know man was marvin lewis as good as it got i mean he, he had a couple division championships a couple playoff i mean he didn't marvin's win better than zach taylor i'm just going to put say that right now but I, I demanded change man i wanted marvin yeah, gone so yeah. bad and look what i got it's it's like that's like having like a, a wife right like i feel like we were married to marvin lewis and it's like she wasn't the best looking but she cooked pretty good and it was all right but then like you go mess with the young chick and you decide that i'm gonna leave my wife for the young girl and it's gonna be great and zach taylor is the young girl but like three months in you realize like she can't fucking cook she's bad with money the house is a mess and you're just now we're just like (laughs) oh well we wanted marvin going so bad and now we got this fucking guy (laughs) so yeah we'll we'll i'll continue to bitch about them for the rest of the year but i want to move on to 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 a topic where i may have you may have the most pleasant tone that we've heard you on these on these microphones and we're coming up on a year of doing this podcast by the way but uh the Cleveland Browns are nine and three. 
Baker Mayfield, four touchdowns in the first half. Down to swagger. And um, the Cleveland Browns, in my opinion, are all but guaranteed a playoff spot. But with the Pittsburgh loss that we can touch on in a minute, they're not out of it for the AFC North. Because I think we agree that Pittsburgh may lose next week. The Browns can't beat a good team is what I was told. Well, I mean, they did lo- I mean the Titans did lose to the Bengals, though. That don't matter. Eight and three, eight, two, eight and three teams. We know, we both know the Titans are good. You Bengals fans got to stop acting like you got to stop taking away from your your best win in two years. The, the, you're you're right when you say they can't get a pass rush, but they couldn't get a pass rush on Burrow, so they're not going to get it on Baker either, who has a better line. Um, but like you said, four touchdowns in the first half, and they said Baker cannot beat above five hundred teams. Um, they said the Browns can't beat good teams. They said the Browns are pretenders. And the Browns at halftime in Nashville was up 38-7. to Not one time the whole entire first half did they punt. And this isn't me being a Homer Browns fan. I don't care what happened in the second half. When you're up by 31 points in the second half, your clock's your best friend and you're trying to kill it. Well, let, let me – I'm going to interject here just because – Browns fans have like a, an interesting relationship with Colin Coward because like, he's been critical mm-hmm. of Baker. Yeah, yeah. But but he said after that game, he said if the Steelers were up thirty one, was it thirty one to seven, thirty eight to seven, uh, thirty eight to seven. Either way, it's yeah, a big yeah, ass yeah. lead. And he said, you know, and the Steelers come out in the second half, they know what to do. They're good. They right. put it away. The they, Patriots well, been come there out, they put times. it away. But he's like, he's like, he's not giving the Browns shit. He's right. like, they've never been no, there. They no, didn't no, know what to do. That's a good point. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, so, no, no. We, we're not normally there. It's the same way as the Dallas game. But the second half of that game, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Thirty one. The chances of them coming back are because got to be less than a percent. All the years I've watched the Browns, I've seen the Browns be the guys with seven. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like I'm not going to give them shit. Cause, and yeah, that was they, a franchise record. They don't, by they don't the way. know how to be there. No. 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 You're in your. So I agree you, with him you, on you, that. Yeah. Absolutely. But like I said, that's 38 points in the first half was a franchise record for the Browns. Oh, really? I didn't know. Um. And I and me and you's had this conversation because me and you watch a lot of football together. Um. I I say you you can tell how good of a game Baker's going to have by his first three throws. Yeah, you have. And, and, and I've showed you numerous times. I'm like, look, second throw there, high. Third throw, high. He, he's a high a lot. That was not the case on Sunday, man. When I, I mean, that right there, that was the biggest game Baker's ever played in, and that was the best game Baker's played. So, And we, we knew from Oklahoma that he's going to compete. You know, we, we, at least we knew that in Oklahoma. We knew when he was the quarterback of Oklahoma. Um but he just he thrives under those big those big moments, um, and he and he did not disappoint. Now and I and I'm going to be the first to admit, just weeks ago, um, after a big loss to I want to say Pittsburgh, I was low key out on Baker. Oh I was, yeah, I, we I was, can, I was we can play the episode back. And uh, but something strange something strange happened. Well, not, not necessarily strange, but me and you say this is weird. Odell Beckham Jr. goes down. Tears his ACL, and since then Baker has played fucking great. So fantastic ball. I mean, and we're starting since since the second half of that Bengals game that Odell Beckham Jr. went down. Yeah, and it was against the Bengals, so you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, but <laughs> so since that second half, everybody listens to Pro Football Focus and takes their their words for it. Since that second half, Baker Mayfield's passing grade is third. Only behind Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. 
Wow. He um, since then, Baker Mayfield has thrown eleven touchdowns and zero interceptions. He hasn't thrown a pick since that game. He has not thrown a pick since that game. He Damn. Baker Mayfield has the NFL lead right now, most passing attempts without an interception. This is the same guy we call Baker the the turnover maker. That's he what was they say, so right? pissed when he fumbled that yeah. game. It, like yeah. it didn't it's really turn- matter. He's trying, he he's trying, to, he's trying to kill all the turnovers. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the deal is with Odell. And now, don't get me wrong, three of those games, and the Browns are a run-first team, and we, we all know that. Three of those games was played in fucking terrible weather. Vegas, Houston, and uh, um, Philadelphia. You know, I, so you are running the ball a lot, but you do have the wins. You know, and I I'm still just, only give you the excuse for like one of those games. Everybody plays yeah, in bad weather. You can't. I, I, next time we get real bad win, I want you to go throw a football in forty mile per hour winds. Well, I have they a said it was so bad they run a ten yard out and the ball was sailing into the fucking stands. You talking about like a pro size football? Yeah, I don't know how far I could throw it now when there's no <laughs> wind. But, uh, keep going. I'm sorry, but uh, I, I I mean. Am I wrong by saying the Browns are the real deal right now? They they got to be. They got a big game coming up Monday against Baltimore. Lamar Jackson's back. That is not going to go how Week One went. I mean the Browns the Browns are they're just they're playing way better than they was in Week One. So I don't I don't know if they're going to win it. I think they can win it. Uh, but yeah, man, it's good to be a Browns fan. Well, and this is a question I asked you last night, and you said, man, I'm riding high. I don't know how to answer it. So you may still not, but I just – and I, I can't take – and I saw a stat, too. T- um, three of Baker's touchdown throws, the receiver had at least three yards of separation on the rec- on the defender. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not, like, to take away from Baker. Right. I mean, he's mm-hmm. hitting throws he should make. But, like, that DPJ plays, like, he just cooked that corner. I don't even know what happened there. Um, so, yeah, great game, biggest game of his career. That's another thing Coward was talking about. He said, hey, man, this 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 game made dis- – he said the Browns will decide on the flight home whether or not they're going to keep Baker Mayfield. Yeah. In his third year – or his fourth year – fifth year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, um, so, but – so – and he, he did as good as you could ask him to do. So, from a guy who was like almost like, uh, I'm over Baker. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was even yeah. a point where you were like, Baker in a first for Josh Allen, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Right? Well, I, well, I still would Might still Baker would do that, Josh <laughs> yeah. Allen. Josh but, Allen's a stud. But so, and, and I asked you guys this last night. I don't know if your answers changed, but I just wanted to put it on the mics here. If Baker shits the bed against the Steelers and the Ravens again after this Titans game, what's the perception for him amongst Browns fans? Uh, you know, because it's like, okay, well, they beat a good team, but they don't really have a good defense. So I feel like he's gonna he's right. gonna have a chance to to go do this coming up here on Monday Night Football mm-hmm. against a good defense, and again against Pittsburgh whenever that game is. I think Week Seventeen, um, which could be for the division. We'll have to see how that plays out. So if he if he had and and Austin said, well, it depends on context. Do we just lose or does Baker play like shit? I'm saying if Baker Mayfield plays like shit, shit yeah. in one of those two games against a top defense, what's what's the feeling of him then? Because the feeling now is he can't do any wrong, like you said, and and rightfully so. You're a Browns fan. He's your quarterback. He shut everybody up. He just got you the biggest win that your team's probably had in ten years, mm-hmm. and and that, that's all well and good. I just want to know. Where do we stand in a couple weeks if he right. puts up some stinkers? Well, if he puts up a stinker Monday night, like obviously right now, like you said, he's coming off of his his, his best performance on his in the biggest game that the Browns have had in years. Uh, you know, I I still I I don't know a hundred percent. You know, if they lose Monday night, that's something you know that we'll come in here on Tuesday or Wednesday and I'll be able to answer that. Like, where where do you see him? But one thing that I want to hit on, and not to try and shy away from that question because I really don't know at this point. 
Um, you and I in Austin went through a thing, and we listed all 32 quarterbacks, and we said, okay, where would we where would we take Baker? All me, you, and Austin. If we're starting a franchise, so I don't want people to lose their mind on this. I know there's a lot of Browns haters out there. They've came out of the woodwork. Uh, you know, th- we're not talking about the Breezes and the Bradys because you're going to take a quarterback that can play 10 more years over a quarterback that might be done after this year. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah. You if know, you're so, starting a franchise. Yeah, if we're starting a franchise, I, I believe me, you, and Austin all had him in the top 12. Um, obviously, best quarterbacks right now, I think we all had him in the top 15. So – it's where do you where do you find where do you find a top fifteen quarterback at? You know, it, is he in the draft now? If if something happens and it's Baker's fault that we lose a playoff game or he just shits the bed or whatever, the one the one scenario I keep going back to is okay if they want to move away from Baker, how about fucking Aaron Rodgers who's Maybe not going to be around, you know. He's got a first rounder behind him, and it, and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is kind of a dick. I feel like he might be kind of wearing his welcome out with with Matt Lafleur. So even though that team looks great, uh, but uh, I mean, it's just we we have to see one game's not enough from Baker. Now, don't get me wrong; he fucking was amazing, uh, uh, amazing. I mean, since week seven, the third best quarterback in the league right now. And and the Browns have haven't had a great schedule. And like I said, you know, a couple of those are, are bad weather games or, or whatnot. But eleven interceptions to 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 zero. Or I'm sorry, eleven touchdowns to zero interceptions. I mean, you you just can't hate on it. I mean, he's playing he's playing the 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 the, the game right now how it's supposed to be played from a quarterback, and he's not turning the ball over. And the Browns are winning games, man. They're nine and three and have the have like the fourth best record in the NFL. And it's just weird because I've seen – I've been – I told you guys I have lived through this season that you're having as a Browns fan with the Bengals because there was a time where we weren't so sure about Andy. Is he the guy? Is he not? Do we draft somebody? Do we not? Well, we're not finishing good enough to get a top guy, so what do we do? And that around then we were probably like Andy's a 15, uh-huh. you know, middle-of-the-road quarterback. So And there's more that comes with Baker because he was a number one overall pick. Dalton was an early second-round pick. We had said that before. It's just weird because like, I've, I've lived this before. Yeah, yeah but the, <laughs> I've the, been the, here. The, difference, the, the biggest difference between the two, because we have been on record to pr- – to, now, I think, I think Baker throws a ball Andy could never throw as far as – Arm strength and and, and accuracy. Andy's going to come back um, to Paul Brown Stadium Sunday and make every throw. <laughs> I uh, revenge game. I, I I the biggest difference in those two is how long Andy was there. It's kind of like how, well, these conversations started with Dalton in year two three uh, as uh, well because not, he was making not, the playoffs. Not, not with me. Oh man, I remember. Uh, no, dude, I used to shit on Dalton, but it wasn't until year seven, year eight when I started shitting on no, Dalton. You started, you dude, shit on that when, first playoff game. You were texting me. I remember. I was at Bojangles. Yeah, but it was, his, <laughs> but but it was, but it was his first. It was his first playoff game. Yeah, it was his first. When year. you have Dalton and and he loses for you know two or three first two or three playoffs in his first two or three years, he gets a pass. It's when he. It's when you now you had him for fucking ten years. And it's the same thing with Marvin Lewis. When you had him for ten years, there's there's I feel there's like, no change. I feel like Dalton got shit on just as quickly as Baker's been getting shit on. I feel like he definitely did. Not just by you. I'm just saying by a I mean, lot of people. I think might, he I think he was on trial just as much at this point in his career as Baker is now because he had been. I mean, he went to the playoffs five straight years. And, the and first, but here's the but here's but here's here's another difference with with Dalton. He was making it to the playoffs, and and. 
you're you're going to agree with this. When it got when the lights came on, when the primetime games came on, when he got in the playoffs, all of a sudden he couldn't throw a fucking football. Yeah, but then Austin's like, "Well, what did the rest of the team do?" Like when I said if Baker shits the bed, he said, "What are the rest of the what did the rest of the team do?" Andy never got that pass. The defense would give up fucking 300 rushing. 300 rushing. So, listen, so it's got to fall on Baker too. No, yeah, but oh fuck yeah. So if you don't think the Browns go lose this game Monday night, Baker's not going to get the blame. He's he should. Abs- he's, abs- if, he's absolutely going to get the blame. Unless he has a good game and they still lose somehow, and then they, but it's not yeah, going to happen. Or something happens on special teams or something stupid yeah, but like that's, that. But that's typically not going to happen if if a guy right. like Baker plays yeah. good, they yeah, they win. They're going to win. The Browns are good enough now to where if the quarterback plays good, you're going to win the game. And the biggest difference for the Browns that I've seen isn't anything crazy. They Now the Browns beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They used to kind of find a way to lose to the teams that they mm-hmm. should beat. Yeah, exactly. And now they just beat them. And then like six or seven and oh in one possession games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn, the, that's better but, than Taylor. But the biggest, the biggest difference in the Browns is the coach of the year. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. that is – I'm saying the biggest difference in the Browns' culture yeah, now well, is they're beating teams they should well, be. Well, that, but the the culture the culture Comes changer is yes. fucking Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, absolutely. Coach of the year. This, this, he's fucking – I'm so thankful for fucking Stefanski, dude. Like, uh, and he doesn't get away from it. He realized it's a run, but he also realized that in this game, fuck, my quarterback's on fire. I got to – I just got to let him keep ripping it. I mean, and, you know, and, and Baker was doing it. But you're right. I mean, you know, and ask me when we get in here next week if, if you know, the Browns lose because of Baltimore, and I'll be able to then tell you how I'm feeling because right now I don't think we're losing that game. I don't think we're losing the game, period, but I don't think we're losing that game because of Baker. I don't I don't think you guys lose either. Um, I think – well, I, everybody hates on Baker. Dude, I, I don't even really mind Baker. You never like, really hated on him. I think the commercial – dude, those commercials are fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't care if what yeah, you're Yeah, you're one of the rare, rare Bengals fans that – now you know, the, which is weird because he's far, always beat the right, shit out of as us. As <laughs> far as you've ever gone is like, you know, he's average. We got to start comparing him to Dalton, which, and that's I, still not ruled out. Yeah, to me, it, it, it's and that's been, not even an insult. Really. No, it's, it's been like, different since OBJ though. Like, he's <laughs> better than he, he's he's a good quarterback when Odell's not there. Odell's overrated as fuck. I just think, but this might be it for Odell. I mean, it's it, it, as an organization, it has to. You can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's his first year. He didn't have Odell. Damn good year. Mm-hmm. Rookie records. All that shit. Damn near made the playoffs, but he came in with what a two game hole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then, okay, Odell comes the next year. I, I know that, like. Friday's there. Your wife said you almost like put a hole in your ceiling jumping when the Odell trade went down, as you very rightfully should have been. But then he has the year that he had. And then he's having not so great of a year. Browns fans are wondering if they want him around. Odell gets hurt. He starts setting shit on fire. The organization has to be like, all right, maybe we can't get two first like we could have before, but give me one or give me a, mm-hmm. uh, so Just take him. Let, let I need my quarterback. And, just take him. And, and even though they're best friends, Jarvis Landry has to be thinking like, fuck, dude. When yeah. Odell's not here, I fucking ball. Yeah, and it's not even like it's necessarily Baker's fault. If I was a quarterback You're and I had look an Odell, Odell Beckham yeah, out there, yeah. I'm like, well, shit, I can just put it in the area. It's weird, and he man. Might it's weird. It's it. weird. It, but I was listening. I, don't, I forget who was talking about it, and they said, you know, it's 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 different because Baker knows when you got Kadero Hodge out there, and you got Rashard Higgins, and you got Jarvis Landry, and you got Austin Hooper, and Njoku, and Harrison Bryant. Those guys aren't going to get mad. If they have one catch for two yards and the Browns win the game, no, they don't give a shit. If now if the Browns lose the game and Odell Beckham has one catch for two yards, 
It's a story. It's a story. Or even if he's not making the story, somebody's going to make the story. Either way, the story's out there. Well, he does little shit like taking his fucking cleats off before the game's right, over. Right, right. Like he does little shit. Sometimes it's not deserved, but a lot of times he does something like it's almost like he's trying to get him to do it's, it. It's it's but it, we got to go back to what we agree with that this isn't a hey Odell, it's your fault thing. This isn't a no. Hey Baker, it's your fault. You can't get the ball to Odell. This is just hey, it just doesn't work. Baker don't need big time receivers. He needs Stefanski doesn't he, need big time receivers. No, fu- no, you, you, I mean, you run the ball. Feeling, you run the ball. Yeah, but he doesn't run, need. Yeah, you want you want people that can catch the ball. It's like Kadero Hodge and and I mean fucking Hollywood Higgins had like a hundred yards and a touchdown. I mean it's it's just it's crazy. I mean it's it's just crazy. But I mean they'll still get good. They can still get good trade value for Odell anyway, and and do it. And yeah, it's just. Yeah, it doesn't work. Not your fault, not his yeah. fault. It's just not working. Sorry. So maybe go somewhere. I, I still don't think Odell was ever all that happy about getting traded to Cleveland anyway. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he has. there has to be – you can tell he's seeking some attention on, on Twitter yeah. because the Browns are 9-3 and three and Baker's balling without him. So you can – he's saying, the, you know, he's posting a lot of recovery videos and, and shit like that, and you can see that – I, and 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 for even from the fan base, I'm getting the impression they're kind of like I am. It's like you don't really need Odell. How about we trade Odell and get a fucking corner or you know a safety or, or something? Yeah, and, help that defense out because the defense does need some help. You know, and and the and the biggest thing with fucking with 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 Coach Stefanski, man, is dude they're winning games without Miles Garrett. They're winning games without fucking Denzel. Like Denzel Ward didn't didn't play Sunday. He wasn't. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just good coaching. It just it's yeah yeah good. good I mean, coach, man. good coaches win games. That, like, and that's why I don't I don't buy the injury excuse for Zach Taylor anymore. He's had two years. All right, like they find a way to win the game. Well, you find and, a way and, to win. Not the game. to not to stomp on you while you're down, but I'm not down. I, mean, I know what it is. But I mean, stomp on it. Stefanski, what I said, six or seven, six or seven and zero oh in one possession games just this year, and fucking Zach Taylor's like one twelve and one. Zach Taylor's never won a road game. Yeah, see, that's crazy, man. That's the crazy. best he's got is that tie in Philly this year. He has never won. They, they, the Bengals have won twice in the almost two full seasons. Or well, they've won four times in the almost two full seasons that Zach Taylor's been head coach, but never on the road. I will say, man, Twitter, Facebook was fucking fun on Sunday. They I'm, didn't have nothing to say. I'm ready to retire from all that shit because people are fucking ignorant. <laughs> people they didn't are have fucking dumb. To say. That's because that's what. Uh, oh, hey, they had plenty to say. My, oh, yeah, because I, I it's mean, the same fans talking to you. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. It's just, and and I don't buy like the the narrative of Bengals fans are like, well, the Browns are going to be one and done anyway. It's like, dude, I don't care. Right. If you told me the Bengals could go to the playoffs, right. be nine and three right now, and they're probably going to be one and done, sure. The Giants were supposed to be one and done what are they twice, do? and they got two rings. Hey, let me, let me Pittsburgh ask. was supposed to be oh and, uh, one and done in oh five. They beat the Bengals. They got a ring. Give me the fucking chance. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let me let me just say this. We know we know Pittsburgh is going to be one or two. We know the Chiefs are going to be the other one or two. Buffalo, the way they're playing, are going to be the three seed. So the fourth seed is either going to be Indianapolis, who the Browns already beat, or Tennessee, who the Browns already beat. So what is the one and done? So so sure about this one and done talk? Well, I made that argument on your Facebook post yesterday because somebody said I, I wasn't going to put his name on wax. You know, it ain't going to be all that. But but he he probably wouldn't care if I did. But I said, look, man, you think they're going to be one and done? But chances are, if I think if the playoffs started today, they'd play the Colts, who they beat. Yeah. 
Or if it changes a little bit, they can play the Titans, who they just mm-hmm. beat. But either way, man, I, I would never be like, oh, well, we're going to go one and done anyway, so we might as well just lose for draft position. Fuck that. I, Put me in the game and, and give I me a think, chance. I think Nick Wright – I think Nick Wright said it the best. Because he's a fucking clown, though. I don't yeah, know what but, he said, yeah, but, but he's he's, he's been the only one that's been like, hey, wait, the Browns are winning the games while like fucking Brandon Marshall and two other jackasses were saying it. And they tried to get him to say, hey, are the Browns Super Bowl contenders? And he had the perfect he had the perfect answer. The Browns are not Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. I'm not sure anyone outside of the Chiefs are Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. If you put the Browns in the NFC. I'm going to say it. The Browns are Super Bowl contenders. You look at the better teams there. I'm not sure Seattle's for real. They just lost to the Giants, and their defense is bad. The Browns would run all over them. Same thing with the Packers, who just about lost to uh, – um, who the fuck did they Who the fuck did they just play this week? I can't remember, but it was like somebody they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah. And, and Rodgers got his 400th touchdown pass. I remember that. I can't, I can't think of who they played. But either way, they, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the run. I think the Saints are the best team in the NFC, but they always never. There's something that happens to them come playoff time that you, they just they, they don't show up. I, I I don't buy really anybody in the. That's in why the I'm NFC. saying the Browns would be Super Bowl contenders in the NFC. I don't think that's too crazy to say. No, I, I don't think it's crazy at all. Now, and I and I'm on record for saying this too. I think there's a 99.9 percent chance that the Chiefs win the whole fucking thing. Until Again, somebody gets as fast as Tyreek Hill and completely. It, ain't, it ain't even that, dude. You can't even blitz Pat Mahomes because he fucking backpedals 10 yards off his back foot and throws it 60, 60 fucking yards yeah. right into somebody's ways. It's like you can't – you just can't do it. And that, that's, I w- but I will st- I will go on record and, stay and say if I think – if I, there's a team that I think could knock off the, the Chiefs, I think it's a team like the Titans or the Browns. Who who's going to run the? And I still say the Titans. I I'm not like the Bengals fans now saying the Titans aren't a good football team. The Titans are a very good football team, and they're and they're built for the cold weather. And the, and when you go to Tennessee, you're going to have to play in the cold weather. You still have fucking that big ass fucking running back. You're going to have to uh, tackle. Um, now their defense is suspect. They can't get after the, the passer. The Browns have a much better chance to advance in the playoffs than the Titans do. I will go on record. You got to run the that. ball. You got to keep them off the field. And that's you, that have, you have to have a pass rush in the playoffs too. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you're gonna. The have Browns to. have it, and the Titans don't. But I just think you know those are the two teams that that can run it. I don't. I don't think anybody's beating them. I think if the Browns play the Chiefs right now, the Chiefs would would wax them. No, I get what you're saying. You you don't think the Browns will beat the Chiefs, but you're saying if anybody's going to, they may have a recipe that maybe possibly could. You haven't seen that yet. You haven't you haven't seen you haven't seen a team run on them this year. You don't know you don't know what it's going to be like to keep Pat Mahomes off the field. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I I I, I definitely don't think it's fucking Pittsburgh. Can we go there for a minute? Look, man. so I, I've I've said on Facebook posts and all this shit. I w- if I was a Bengal fan, I would take the nine and three record that's questionable right now, no matter what. Pittsburgh's been getting a lot of questions. Are they the most overrated, undefeated team ever? Blah blah blah. Now I have a deep rooted hatred in my heart for Pittsburgh, um, but I I don't want to say that like they're the most overrated team that was undefeated ever because they were still undefeated, but. I was not at all shocked by the outcome last night. And Austin called, called it. it. Yeah, Austin, our buddy Austin, he, called he, it. He said because of Washington's defensive line. Um, but but Chase Young's come along. Um, 
Pitt, um, Pittsburgh has no running game, and they can't they, run the no, ball. They they can't run the ball. And Ben has like the lowest air yardage per completion in the well, league now. Well, I will say this: I don't think Ben's playing bad. But I just think when they're you're taking when, shorter shit. Well, when you're getting fucking 10, 11 balls dropped. Yeah, that has been. I mean, there's been a lot. lot of fucking drop between, especially between Ebron and Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'm not going to count Pittsburgh out because it's Pittsburgh. Um, I think that they did. Obviously, you I, you do like to see them lose, but I think they needed the loss. I I still think they lose Sunday night against Buffalo. I think Buffalo puts it on them. Um, like you said, they can't run the football. Injuries are starting starting to pile up. So you know you had Devin Bush who was the middle piece to that defense go out. Then you had Bud Dupree go out. Uh, and then um, I, I don't, I'm not sure of the guy's uh, name, uh, but he is uh, Devin Bush's uh, backup. He had a leg injury yesterday. Oh, he yes. says he's not out for the season, but he is going to miss some time. 41 Spillane yeah. or Spillane yeah, Spon- or something, Spillane. something I don't, like that. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I've never really heard of him. Uh, so, you know, the defense and, – and Joe Hayden went out with a concussion. So – I look for Buffalo to light it up on Sunday night, man. I I just you called that even before this game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think that uh, they're playing bad December ball, which isn't good. I, yeah, it's never good to to start playing worse. I'm not going to count them out though. I I just can't. No, you can't. I mean, I can't. Tomlin's growing on me as a coach. I used to really not think he was all that great until the eight and eight year that he dealt with last year with all those quarterbacks injuries and shit, and. Roethlisberger's Roethlisberger. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to write them off, but I'm not going to make them a shoe-in to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship either, especially no. on the fact that there's no. only one first-round oh, buy. Dude, listen, I and I, and I, uh, I was talking to a buddy of ours about the Titans, um, uh, and uh, I, I told him, I said, mark it down. I said, if unless Pittsburgh gets the first seed, I said both Pittsburgh and the Seattle Seahawks – Neither one will see the AFC Championship. I I don't think that that's I don't. Oh, think I'm sorry. That that's well, the AFC or NFC Championship. Right. Seattle. Se- Seattle. They don't look good. Um, the NFC is just weaker, a lot weaker in my opinion. Um, and then Pittsburgh. They. I mean, they're they're better in Seattle. I think they would beat Seattle. Just you know, defensive loan. Um, Fuck T.J. Watt. <laughs> but. I, just they're not. I don't think they're even as good as Buffalo. I think Buffalo's the real deal. I yeah, I think they are too. Yeah, I mean nobody. Like I said, nobody in the AFC or the NFC, excuse me, really sells me. But I mean, the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> like it just <laughs> it just is what it well, is. Well, well, that that point zero one percent is Pat Mahomes getting injured. Yeah, yeah, like barring an injury to Mahomes. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't buy Pittsburgh as a title contender, but it. Uh, I don't want to be like the bitter Bengals fan that's just shitting on them because they lost to Washington. Right now, they're not a contender. But I just, I yeah, I don't see it. And a coward. Well, another coward, man. I'm not going to say contender because the Browns are a contender. They're they're a contender, but I don't think that they're going to beat the the Chiefs or or the Bills. And that's another coward moment. We've shouted him out a few times. Man, that video where he's smoking the cigar, he's like, Pittsburgh, Cleveland's better than you. Buffalo's better than you. He's shitting on them. Um, so, yeah, I mean. I, I'm not sold on Pittsburgh by by any means. I'm not. Nobody's going to come out of the AFC if his name is not Pat Mahomes. If Pat Mahomes goes down, I don't even know who their backup is. I mean, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be. They should have kept Shea Patterson. Be, it's going to be tough to beat Mahomes until that contract kicks in and they can't keep everybody under contract. Everybody else under contract. I would I would uh, tend to agree. Um, real quick here before we get out of here, I want to shout out our pick'em winner this week, Brandon Cowden. 
the first repeat winner. Really? He is. He won the four hundred seventy dollars pot this nice. week. It doesn't even matter how the game goes tonight because he's so already he's got a two game lead. Okay. Um, so he's already won. If you want to get your picks in, uh, it'll be probably tomorrow, tomorrow. that the uh, picks are open. And we'll have the Thursday deadline again, so it'll be a little bit tight, but we'll we'll get everybody in there. So thanks to everybody for that. But yeah, the first back to back winner. He's taking nice. home like he's taking home like over eight hundred bucks off this shit. It's crazy. People don't want to get in this, man. I know, Why just you, I mean, ten bucks. Ten bucks picks, ain't if right. shit. If it's right, you fucking win it all. It's crazy. So um we're 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 getting closer to get back to that five hundred mark, man. I'm dying to get us to that five hundred mark again. We only did it once, my girlfriend once, and so now I'm afraid people think I rigged it. Um, <laughs> but you know, if, if you're first now hearing about it, Sunday at one o'clock the picks lock, you can see the games that everybody picked. Nothing can be changed. So um it is a good way to uh win a little bit a little bit of money here, maybe before Christmas. Yeah. So be uh, nice to get back in here also next week and talk about uh, Andy Dalton's return to Paul Brown Stadium. And then uh Hey, you know, I'm looking at a Dalton jersey right now, hanging yeah. on the wall here in the locker room. Yeah. Do I take it down and maybe just wear it since I want him to lose and suck for Sewell? Do I, do I maybe break this I like this that. I like that. I, I like did, that idea. I didn't wear this for like no, the last you don't, five You don't have no beef there. with Andy. It was just time, right? Yeah, it was, yeah it's, no, it's just time, man. So maybe, maybe I uh, – I mean, actually, I, I like to wear the same color jersey as the Bengals when they play. It's like a weird thing. And all of my, my black jerseys are like Joe Mixon and Jonah Williams and Joe Burrow, and everybody's hurt and not playing. Hey, by the way, so the Jonah Williams that. injury that looked bad, what, what's the word? They, they haven't gave anything – for sure on so it can't yet. be nothing super serious I, I guess you wouldn't think but i actually went and looked at that today I, ben baby's a Bengals reporter that i like I, I checked his twitter he said they expect an update on that on wednesday so okay. i guess we'll have to see what's up with that so, but so it didn't it, look good no it didn't andy dalton back to paul brown and then uh the browns host the ravens monday night football so some 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 good entertaining football here the, yeah i wonder and then I'm I'm super excited for uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. I want to see how that game goes. Yeah, that's gonna be good. And my my trip, I'm leaving Thursday for Florida. That was supposed to be to go watch this game with my dad. Now I guess I'm just going to Florida. So, but we'll watch football, <laughs> and I, I guess I'll just go watch all all the shit that I could have watched. I don't know. It's a good excuse to get away from Mike Dewine, though. Yeah. All right. So uh, we will be back in here next week. Maybe Baker is the next greatest thing or maybe baker is shitty we'll have to see (laughs) but i promise you that when we are in here next week the Bengals will still be shitty um so thank you guys for tuning in um ohio state fans you're dumb as shit but i appreciate it that six game bucks um give me ohio state versus uc that'd be fun to watch saturday we will be back in here next week thank you all for tuning in locker room talk uncut thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.